Hello and welcome to the Fit and Free podcast. This is a podcast for women who want it all, to feel strong and confident in their bodies, as well as enjoying a sneaky mug on a Friday night. I'm an exercise physiologist and sports nutritionist here to teach you how to achieve your body goals without food and your body controlling your life. So let's jump in. Welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Free podcast, guys. I'm so excited because I have a very special guest joining us today, and that is actually one of my long-term clients, Jerry. We have been working together for almost around two years. I don't know exactly where we're at right now, but it has been a very long time, and I'm super excited to share her story with you because her transformation is so inspiring from healing her relationship with food, overcoming her fears of eating more, and most importantly, building a better relationship with herself so that she has been able to be able to fuel her body correctly, improve her body image, and get strong AF in the gym. I love sharing these stories with you guys because if it's possible for Jerry, it is absolutely possible for you as well when you allow that to be your story. So let's jump into the episode. Thank you so much for joining me here today, Jerry. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. First of all, I would love it if you could just introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit about you. Yeah, for sure. Um, super excited to be here. I am obviously I love working with you and I'm a huge fan of the podcast. So this is awesome. Uh, <laughs> a little bit about me. I'm originally from uh, Montreal, Canada, and I moved, I like to say like I was born in Montreal, but raised in LA because I moved here when I was so young. Um, so I'm from here or I've been living here forever and uh, I work in marketing and I live with my husband of three years. We've mm -hmm. been together for almost 10 though. And then we have a uh, four-year-old dachshund dog mix. <laughs> Oh, I, yeah, I love that so much. And yes, as I already said in my intro before jumping onto the call with you is like, we've been working together for like, what, almost two years now? How crazy. It's been such a long time. It's so wild. Um, like just how long it's been, but it also doesn't feel like that much time. Really. I was trying to count how many programmed for me and I couldn't, <laughs> I was like, how many is that? Like, how many would that be in a year? And I couldn't think of it, but yeah, it's wild how long we've been working together now. Yeah. I love it so much. Long-term relationships of coaching is just, it's a different vibe in comparison to someone that I've been working together for like a 12 week thing. So um, I am super excited to diving deep into this conversation and really talking about like where you started and like where you are now and all the hurdles and all the things that we had to move through. And the reason why is to inspire you listening um, that, you know, this shit is real and this like, there's been so many struggles and we have to like kind of normalize that a little bit because it's like it's not an easy road to just change your body composition especially if we're coming from a place with an unhealthy relationship with food and unhealthy relationship with body like it's this whole thing so I really hope that Jerry's story today can really inspire you that it's absolutely possible for you as well because if Jerry can do it so can everyone isn't that right it's definitely true and like the one piece that I I think that withdrew me to the fit and free academy and also you in general as someone on Instagram is like how real you 
are and how you speak to the things that people like are truly dealing with without having people like no one talks about those things. And I was feeling, I was at a certain point where it was just so isolating to be like constantly thinking about food, constantly like avoiding going out with friends, avoiding like trying to go to restaurants with my husband, wanting to only cook so I could count my macros properly. And it's like, no, you can't, I didn't have any friends that I could be like, Hey, by the way, like I do all these things. And it just felt to me like I was the only one like this. Yeah. And it's, and that's how we feel, right? Cause I remember feeling exactly the same way when I was going through it as well is like, I couldn't, you know, have vulnerable conversations with people because one, I thought everyone would think I was weird because it was like the obsession and the control I needed on food and exercise and all of that was like next level, like quote unquote I don't like using not normal because at the end of the day it's always coming up from a place of you know protection and like truly we want what's best for ourselves but in doing so we kind of put ourselves under this weighted blanket and we can't get out but yeah no absolutely I love that so let's like rewind back to where we first started together in terms of before you joined the Fin Free Academy you just mentioned some of those things what else were you really struggling with before we started and during that time what would you say that your biggest desires were yeah I would say some of the other things I was really struggling with aside from like the food side of things was also just the over exercising I was trying to exercise it was more about quantity versus quality like doing as much exercise as I could uh all the time like trying like if I strength trained in the morning try to go for a run in the afternoon or like couple around with the strength training and just trying like the mindset was all around burning as many calories as possible while at the same time eating as little as possible. And then I think what was the other question around, uh, like, what was the other thing you asked? What were your biggest desires during this? Oh, desire. Yeah. The des- biggest desires during that time was just like, it wasn't about getting to the next level in strength training, like being able to lift more or, uh, do more reps. It was about like looking my smallest always. And like trying to constantly drop, uh, just like pant sizes, making sure like just, I just would remember feeling like if I was under my calories for the day, I would feel so proud of myself and be like, okay, this was like a great day. Yeah. I'm laughing at you because yeah. I feel exactly the same. I would like give myself the biggest pat on the back when I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. I ate under my calories. I went on a hundred calories under. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 And the craziest part with all of that is like, you get to a certain point, which I learned, it's taken me a long time to learn. And you've definitely coached me through is just like, it stops working. Like it doesn't, your body adapts and you just start to gain weight. And then that's when the binging starts and the restricting. And it's just like a really awful spiral almost of just feeling like you're not doing like your best or you're not, you're not accomplishing the things and feeling like, oh, well, last month I was able to do this. Why can't I do this anymore? Like, why is my body reacting this way? And that's what that sucks. It sucks when that happens and you realize like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And during that, when you were under eating and over exercising, how did you feel? 
Oh man. I mean, I think I felt exhausted all the time. Like I would have to go to bed early, you know, and I was feeling just like moody and I would say like pretty down on myself. Uh, just my self-esteem was super low. It was just not, I just wasn't feeling good. And like, I would only feel good if I was doing the most and like all the wrong things for my body really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I fully feel you in that. I remember myself as well. Like I always come back to that. And it's just like, just having arguments with meals, especially, especially in and around food. Like he would cook me dinner and I'd be like, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. Putting so many calories in that. And it's just like that disconnect that we feel in, not only in like in ourselves, but in just like in our immediate people around us. It's like, we're pushing these everyone away from us. But at the same time, it's like, we want because we're, you know, we want something so badly, but yet what we're doing is actually moving us so further away from that. So um, oh, it makes me sad even talking about that. I know. It's like, <laughs> it's just, it's like weird now though, like talking about it. It's like, oh, that was like a different person almost yeah. because I can't even imagine really like doing that again, just because I, I know that you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> to- <laughs> Yeah. It's like you can eat more. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I love all of this so much. So with that being, you know, you're under-exercising, overeating, you think about food all the time, you're driving yourself into the ground with your exercising, training twice a day. What do you feel was the the rock bottom moment? Like why did you reach out for help and what like got you there? Because I know for a fact that there are so many people that are afraid of seeking out for help. And I myself was afraid. I remember looking at my coach's page like for a month, every single day, reading through the sales page, being like, I know I need this person's help, but I'm fucking terrified because there's a part of us, right? That has to admit to somebody else that this is what we're doing. And that's scary. So talk me through how you navigated through that specific period. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was very similar. Like, I think I had saved one of your Instagram posts and was like looking at it couple times a week, just being like, oh, I should really, you know, try working with her. Like I should reach out and look into this. Like I need to do something different. And I think, um, what really pushed me is just, gosh, I think it was like coupled with the holidays, like holidays in the past have been really hard for me. It was right around holiday time, just constantly like going to parties and stuff and not eating at the parties, but then ending up you know, going home and eating a bunch of stuff that I didn't even want to eat. And just like, I remember one morning just being like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to like not enjoy myself at a party. Like, I don't want to not drink. I don't want to, like, I want to do things that I enjoy. Like, why do I keep doing this to myself? And so I was like, okay, like I need to just reach out. And what I kept saying in my head is like, if I don't like it, I don't have to do it. And I can just like, keep doing what I'm doing. And so that's when I, I, um, reached out to you to get to do coaching. Yeah. 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 Well, that's crazy. That's full circle. Cause it's like, it's holiday. Yeah. <laughs> like, that makes complete sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. like, especially during the holidays and you've helped me with this even now, just there's weeks where there's a little bit more to do, especially in America with Thanksgiving, just there's more around that and having like big meals during the week. And I think one of the things that you've helped me really do is like 
every day can be a weekend. It's your mindset. And like, it's not like you have to save your calories or do things like that. And if you have, if you indulge a little bit, like that's okay, just move on. And it's really about the consistency, which I think has helped me so much in, you know, reframing a lot of the things that I used to be so anxious about. Yeah. And I love that you bring that up, especially because I've actually been thinking about that in terms of like whole, like eating around the holiday season. And I've been seeing all these coaches pump out this content being like, oh, how to stay healthy over the holiday period, like prioritize these things, like save your calories and all of this stuff. And I'm like, well, if you just built a healthy relationship with food and you learned how to fuel your body correctly and you learned how to, you know, eat for satisfaction, trust your hunger and fullness cues, like the holiday season is now just any other time of the year. It's no longer this special thing. So being able to like learn that knowledge and, you know, being able to just live your normal life any time of the year is is so important. And I was reflecting on that and I was like, people teach healthy relationships with food by like, you know, here's your meal plan and all of a sudden like you can eat chocolate within the meal plan right and that's what they deem as a healthy relationship with food I'm like well what happens when the meal plan goes away (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) have you actually built a healthy relationship with food or have you just been able to include the chocolate in your meal plan so I love that you've brought that up so much because it's such an important piece in all of it so elaborating on that a little bit more is like over the during this period of under-eating, over-exercising, what were the things that you had to conquer and move through in order to get to where you are right now? Oh, I think like the biggest piece, and I I, I do, you know, I, I reflect often and I'm like, man, I've, I've made so much progress from when oh, we first started working together, but I think it's like really trusting like the trust that, <laughs> like trust in yourself and trust in the program that it worked, like, in general, it's just all about the trust to me. Um, I think that was the hardest part is like, I know when I'm full, like I know when I'm hungry. So like, listen to that versus uh, like not eating because I it's 10 a.m. and I usually eat at noon or something like that. And I think that was like one of the biggest hurdles, honestly, for me is just being okay with breaking those old um I guess, like rules that I had for myself and realizing like there aren't, like I'm making these, these aren't rules. These are made up in my head to do. So, yeah. Can you give a little bit more examples of some of the rules that you were living by? Like time restricted eating is such a big one, right? Like there is such a thing where people think hunger is a bad thing, right? It's just like, and I spoke about that actually in my podcast before this one in terms of like I used to do it as well. I used to ignore my hunger because I was like, oh my God, I've already eaten too much today. Oh my God, I'll run out of calories for the rest of the day. I can't eat now, even though my body is like screaming at me to eat. And now that we can sit there and look at that, it's like, I can't believe we were like, our body was hungry, but yet we didn't allow ourselves to eat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, it's it's wild to think about now. Um, and to answer your question, like a few of it, the rules, it was like, don't, I couldn't, I wouldn't eat before 10 a.m. I wouldn't eat past 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. I was only allowed, and this is all rules, I allowed myself to only have one snack in the day if I was yeah. hungry. Yeah. Uh, no no like drinks that had calories. So like my coffee in the morning had to be like a, a, a coffee with nothing in it. No creamer, no latte, nothing like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I think it was like, 
dessert on the weekdays had to be like a low calorie, like pudding or, Mm -hmm. you know, like fake ice cream or something like that. There are a lot of weird or not weird, just like a lot of things that I put in my head as like, this is how I have a small body by not eating at this time, not doing this, you know. I think another rule I had was like, I had to absolutely get 10,000 steps a day, like no matter what. Yeah. And I think it was like, one of the realizations is like, what happens if you don't get those 10,000 steps? Like yeah. nothing, like nothing's going to happen. It's okay. So <laughs> I think, and that all goes back to just the trust. It's like, trust yourself that it's okay. Nothing mm-hmm. bad's happening. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to speak to that a little bit. And it's because it's so important, like what you just said, it's like, if I don't do these things, or like, if I do these things, that means I will get a smaller body. And that's why it's so, so important to pair the strategy with the mindset work in terms of being able to unpack and reframe these rules. Because until you do that, until you do that sort of work, is you'll, you know, you might get triggered from a bad body image moment maybe it's a pair of jeans maybe it's a look at yourself in the mirror and then you'll fall back into the oh it's because I didn't get the 10,000 steps oh it's because I ate the cards oh it's because I broke the rules which therefore will then lead to a self-sabotaging cycle so it's I love that you brought this up because it's something that people are not really you know even thinking about or even considering you know coaching through they're just thinking about the meal plan that they have to be more strict on and be more disciplined on but yet they're not looking at the cause of why they're not being able to stick to something long term so um super grateful that you brought that up because it's so so important um so as well as building trust what was your experience like Let's start with the eating more food. And then I want to talk about reducing the exercise because I know both of those pieces are also very challenging, um, myself included. So I would love to know how you went through that and some of the things that really helped you specifically in being more confident in eating more food. Um, And then we'll go to exercise. Yeah, I mean, to start when we first started working together and I was, I think, gosh, I want to say I was eating like 12 to 1400 calories a day. Yeah. I think you were on 1200 calories when you came to me. Yeah. Yeah. And like to take a jump of like, I don't remember what we increased to, but it was so scary. And I remember like when I was first logging things in my fitness pal, I was like, oh, I'm going to put like that I had more than I did so that I don't have to eat that much. And I was, (laughs) that's not like, that's not even helpful. Like, what am I? And I remember one of the, like one of the first days I did that, I was like, put half a banana in my smoothie or whatever. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to put that as a full banana. And then later in the day, I was like, the whole point of working with you and doing this is to put trust into this and try it. And I was like, if I try it and it doesn't work, like I can go back to eating the 1200 calories. Like I can go back to. And so that was what I kept building on. Like every day I was like, I can go back if I want, like, and just try it, like, just keep trying it. Because one of the things I was like, really believing in is like, okay, if I eat more, I'll be able to, you know, I'll be, I'll have more energy, I'll be able to train more, like, there were all these things from your courses that I learned that I kept like repeating in my head. And honestly, like had to like, make myself believe, even if I didn't know it, I was like, if I do it, then I'm going to believe it. Um, And that was, yeah, that's how I started 
doing it. And I don't think I thought of it long-term. I kept it like every day, like just do this and see what happens and see what happens, see what happens. And then it turned into, you know, I mean, how long have we, did we say we've been almost over two years? <laughs> like it's been like, it's not like that anymore. Like I trust you and I trust myself completely now with that. Um, so it really started like with small, small steps. Like it's really scary to increase your calories. I'm still scared to go into a surplus, as you know, <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> so I think it just takes time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It absolutely takes time and it absolutely takes trust. And I, I love that you said that. And it's a, like creating the evidence for yourself, even though you don't have the results yet. And that's where we can really utilize leaning on other people in terms of, well, it's absolutely working for them then it will work for me. But it, it's just that process of overcoming that fear. So um, thank you for sharing that because it's like, I actually quite see that a lot is it's because like, you know, you go from believing that what you're doing is going to make you smaller and that's what you truly deeply want so then anything that comes in and challenges essentially your ego your ego is going to be like fuck no go away I don't want to do that and like I'm going to pull you back and do everything in its power to be able to stop me from doing that so I love that you were able to that was how you were able to manage that in terms of like just day taking it day by day one percenters one percenters and I talk about it all the time it's like it's that one percent that's going to move us a hundred percent forward in you know in one two years like look at yourself now um but then it's hard when we're in the specific moments when we want everything now that it's hard to hard to be in that space so uh, I love that you shared that and so let's talk through like the exercise component when we had to decrease the amount of exercise that you were doing how did that make you feel feel first of all and how did you get through that yeah I think at first I had a hard time with it like I was still I was like oh my gosh like now I can't run now I can't do this and I think what really helped me is like why was I running why was I doing uh like spending two hours in the gym like what was the reason and it wasn't because I enjoyed it at that point it was because I felt like I had to And I think one of the things, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that one of the things that really helped me with your, with the program was like, you shouldn't feel like you need to do more after your (laughs) exercise. Like that means you're not, you know, you're not doing the mind muscle connection. You're not spending enough time on your reps. You're not like learning how to do the exercise properly to be able to see those results. Like if you feel like you can do the gym for two hours and run and do this and that, and that, like you're probably not exercising with intention, which is definitely like, I was not exercising with intention. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I was literally thinking about that yesterday because I did a gym session and after the session, it was like an hour and 10 minutes and I was absolutely spent. And I thought to myself in that moment, it's like, I used to like exercise for an hour and then I would be like okay cool let's go on the treadmill now let's go for a run I'm like I don't understand how I well one I think back I'm like how did I used to do that but (laughs) but number two it it was obvious now that I know it's like yeah I wasn't pushing my muscles to the correct intensity to give them a reason to change so therefore I wasn't seeing those changes in my body composition and that's what we see in that pattern of people who are you know throwing in 
the cardio, the strength, and maybe they'll go to a Pilates class as well. Um, yeah. Is why they are, you know, stuck in, in that skinny fat cycle. So um, I loved you sharing that it was difficult. Yeah. Because it is, right? <laughs> yeah, it's really difficult to like break that pattern, especially if you're used to it for so long. Like I had been doing that for so many years and to just all of a sudden stop, it just feels scary you're like oh my gosh what am I like what's gonna happen if I don't do all these things every day um definitely and especially at the gym Mm, what were you afraid of if you didn't do all those things it's always going back to like my body like I was like if I don't do all these things um I'm going to look fat and I'm going to gain weight and I'm not going to like how I look and I'm all my muscles going to go away. And all those things just kept circling in my head constantly. Like when I initially stopped doing all of that, doing all the stuff in the gym and just really focused on the strength training, that was hard to, to make that switch. It was really hard. How were you able to move through that? Oh man. Um, I think honestly, like it was just the day by day thing again. And then also just knowing like in the back of my mind, I think somewhere deep, I was like, (laughs) like, wouldn't it be so cool if I could do a pull up? Wouldn't it be so cool if I could like deadlift more, like thinking of those things, like I've seen people in the gym, like like with an insane amount of weight on their deadlifts with an insane, like doing a ton of reps on pull-ups. And it's like, how do they do that? Like, what are, what are they doing to do that? And I remember thinking like, that would be cool if, if I could do something like that, because when I was working with you, like maybe I was doing deadlifts and hip thrusts and all of that, but I don't think I was doing them right. And I don't think I would be able to be at where I'm at with my training if I wouldn't have stopped doing the other things. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, all that it's hard to say now, honestly, because it's been a while and I'm so comfortable now in my strength training and doing an hour or less in the gym. Yeah. That it's like looking back, it's hard to remember like how I went through each day not doing more and more and more and more. I think it was really still just going back to like, this is an experiment. Like I can just experiment with this. And if it doesn't work, <laughs> I can just go back to going to the gym for two hours or three hours like it's okay and like I think just knowing that it's like it's fluid nothing's concrete like you can change however you want good or bad (laughs) yeah absolutely and I think also we do need there needs I think we need to point out the element of like you seeing progress in yourself and in the gym as well I think was a really big motivator in for you in terms of actually building trust that it works because I know for a lot of people it's like they don't have the evidence of anything ever working properly so I think that in itself also helped you in terms of oh my god I'm actually starting to get stronger oh my god I can actually eat these foods and not binge eat oh my god I can actually eat this and not get fat (laughs) so yeah so 100% that's like so true yeah the evidence piece especially like I think it really did start with the food it was like oh my gosh like I don't have to constantly think about food like I don't have to constantly be wondering what my next like what I'm going to eat next like it's like oh and I can have cookies in the house and not not eat all the cookies if I want one 
it was yeah it's really crazy yeah let's talk to that a little bit more in terms of what has become possible for you now like essentially like healing your relationship with food in terms of being comfortable eating more including all foods getting rid of all your rules what has become possible because of that yeah I mean I just I think that it's like I have time in my or space in my brain to think about other things like not like I didn't even realize how much time I spent thinking about all these things all the time like food body like constantly in a loop and then when that loop's gone you're thinking like about other things (laughs) which is like nice um (laughs) but aside from that I mean it's like my husband and I not that we we'd always have dinner together but now we eat the same dinner together most Mm -hmm. nights if I like what he's making or vice versa before it was like always like I had my meal plan dinner done you know just heated up that was it um I go on trips like which is really nice even small trips I remember you going on your first holiday um or I can't remember it was your first holiday but the one that you went with your friend in the hiking and you came back and you were like oh I ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and I was like I felt no guilt at about it at all and I was just like oh my god this is everything this is the vibe this is the freedom that I want everyone to feel and I remember celebrating that specific moment with you I love so much that you remember that because I remember that as like I was even back then like I remember that was like I feel like I was getting over things but I was still very stuck and like being able to go on that trip and bring that peanut butter and jelly which now it's even like yeah I could have that for lunch tomorrow if I wanted but yeah. bringing that peanut butter and jelly sandwich on the hike and like eating the whole thing not you know opening it and doing weird things with it um <laughs> That was a huge accomplishment for me, honestly. Like that was big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's it. This is the shit that I get excited about. It's like, it's those little moments that we have to stop and ac- actually anchor into and being like, holy shit, like this, because it's like, you know, everything like that is what we reward is what we repeat. So therefore it's like celebrating those little moments is progress. And that's what we need to focus yeah. on. And, and that's why, like, that's why I have that memory of it because I was so proud of you for having that celebration so um so I love that better relationship with your partner guilt-free traveling that's the biggest thing I get with every I I love celebrating that with everyone it's like oh yeah I went to Italy and had pizza and had absolutely no guilt like it's it's yeah such an amazing feeling perfect cool I love that um in terms of how are you feeling right now Talk me through, like, what specific results, say, have you been able to accomplish over the last two years? I know we touched it about it a little bit in terms of how you got through your journey, but I would love to know, um, yeah, how you're feeling now. Yeah, I mean, results-wise, I think, like, outside of the food, like, I guess food freedom, you would say, right? Like, not being constantly worried about food. Um, It's just, like, my gym goals, like, strength training in the gym. I've definitely, I feel like I'm so focused now on my form more than anything, and like, really nailing the form and feeling the mind-muscle connection and increasing my weight and reps is, like, what I'm really trying to get into next year, this year, um, yeah. which is something that before I didn't even really like consider it as like a progression every, yes. you know, like continuing to progress or making progress. Um, that was something that wasn't really top of mind ever. And now it's like, 
I'm excited for the next phase of my training. Like it's cool to feel excited about going and doing new programs and constantly like building and building and building in the gym week over week. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's so addictive. Hey, actually like when you have an <laughs> exercise program that actually works and you get stronger and you're like, Oh my God, like I feel so good all the time and it just keeps improving. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. Um, amazing. So with all this being said, if you could say something to your younger self, what would, if you could give her a little bit of advice, the version of you who was under eating and over exercising, what would you say to her? Oh gosh. I would probably say like, honestly, I wish I could go back and be like, you look so good. Like just stop. You know what I mean? Like, please just stop. Yes. Have a drink and relax. (laughs) Just relax. Yeah. So, I mean, in all honesty, I think it's just, I wish I really could go back and just like, just really try to enforce that my perception was not reality, really. Like, and I think I still work on that. Like the perception of yourself what you're hyper-focused on is not necessarily what anyone else would ever even think to say or even think about when they see you. So that's probably the thing I would go back and be like, nobody is saying anything about your arms in that tank top. Like just wear it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like truly. Truly. Absolutely. It's um yeah letting go of that fear of judgment absolutely is a whole another thing in all of this so yeah because at the end of the day it's we make everything mean something about ourselves and we're so afraid of judgment we're so afraid of failure and we're like this you know wrapping ourselves in bubble wrap trying to protect ourselves from all these perceived things when in reality it's all the stuff that we're actually doing to ourselves so that's a it's a skill in itself being able to really move through and transcend all of those things which now you absolutely can have sorry because like you're absolutely killing it like how much are you deadlifting now oh my gosh I think Oh, I feel like I'm almost a little above 200 pounds, which I don't know what that is in kilos. We constantly have this issue. <laughs> to yeah, kilos. 90 kilos. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, I get excited about that for sure. It's just so, it's so cool. That's really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So I want to know what's next, but First, I just want to ask, what were your biggest takeaways and biggest learnings from the Fit and Free Academy? I think biggest takeaways, mm, it's hard to say. I would like break it up if it's at the gym. The biggest takeaways were like the intention piece, like for intention in your, like every set, like not just moving on once you like to the next exercise and like really focusing on what you're doing at the gym. Um, I think my other big takeaways, you have so many good, what do you call them? Modules or like lessons in there. Um, I think the other takeaways were really around nutrition in general and how you break it down with approaching the carbs and the fats and like building out that perfect plate to like hit your macros. And also you've really helped me be like, it's okay if you go over on your fats and carbs, as long as you're hitting your protein goal. Like I say that to myself sometimes it's like, it's okay to go over by however much. Yeah. Um, I think the other biggest takeaways 
is just like the trust in yourself. Like I went, I'm tracking currently on my fitness pal, but we went through a period where I wasn't tracking at all. And it was just more about just like based on how I was feeling. And like, if I was hungry, if I wasn't, and I was scared to do that and nothing happened. Like it was totally, (laughs) it was great. Um, so I think like the biggest takeaways from, at least for me, from your program and the fit and free Academy is just, um, like you give the tools to then let someone be able to like build off of and trust themselves to like have their best life truly like Mm. no joke (laughs) (laughs) oh I love that you say that because I'm just like oh literally like this shit can literally change your life and it's one thing for me to say it but maybe no it's it's really true Laura and that's why I like I love your podcast. I love everything you're doing. Cause it's like, you really did change my life. Like mm-hmm. I was so stuck. I was so trapped, like truly like in this weird, lonely spiral mm-hmm. and you really helped me out of it. Truly. I'm grateful. I'm so happy. Yeah. Uh, I love that so much. Thank you. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Say so there was someone listening and they were like, they wanted to fo- start focusing on like, you know, optimizing their nutrition, actually seeing body composition changes and really being normal, basically around food. What would you say to that person? Yeah, I would say like, I was the person that didn't believe like that it would work for me. Truly. I thought I was like different and like special like mm-hmm. in the sense that it was like, these things don't work for a body like mine, for the way that I am, like my composition, everything, like it won't work for me. Um, that's what I would say. Like, it, that's not true. That's the story that I had in my head to like, keep all the rules and make myself feel like safe in the way that I was. So I would say like, just try it and, you know, see what happens because it's definitely <laughs> better on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that you say that because it's such a common thing. It's like, oh, but, but my metabolism is broken, but this, but that. So it, it's so beautiful that you are pure evidence for everyone that you're not broken. No one is broken. Yeah. It's the strategy and the mindset that is broken. Um, and it's, it's just piecing all the puzzle pieces together to really build that ultimate, you know, the body composition and the freedom in the life. So Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. I know you're going to be such an inspiration to so many people out there because I know for a fact there is people listening right now that also don't believe that they can do it. So you having the courage and sitting here right now, I'm actually so proud of you. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I love I love talking to you and it's definitely my pleasure. And I, I think like I wanted to do this too because of how I used to be and how scared I was and how different I felt. So definitely yeah and I wanted to anchor into that this you showing up and being here with me today is a a testament to your own growth so win (laughs) 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 yeah amazing and that is a wrap like always thank you so much for being here love you always and I will see you in the next episode number one challenge that all my clients face before we start working together is a lack of clarity on how much and what to eat to lose weight. Often they are making two huge mistakes, constantly trying to skip meals or eat under 1600 calories. 
Secondly, only allowing themselves bad foods like chocolate on the weekend, but end up binging all to tell themselves they're gonna start again on Monday. If you feel like you have tried every diet under the sun and still can't figure out what to eat to achieve your weight loss goals, take my free two minute quiz. You can find the link in the show notes down below and it will help you figure out exactly what you're doing wrong with your nutrition and exercise and exactly what to do to fix it so that you can finally be confident in your body and achieve your weight loss goals.